do we lean into YouTube? Do we lean into Instagram? Do we focus exclusively on one or another? And um, I think right right now we actually just made the decision a few weeks ago that we were going to focus exclusively on Instagram um, and make content specifically for Instagram. Uh, just being the fact that I, we see all there's churches everywhere doing online. No one's doing anything specifically for Instagram. There are a few churches that are. Um, our, our buddies at InstaChurch, Alex and his wife are doing obviously Instagrams exclusively and a few other people, but we see uh, on Sunday, for example, churches post for live on YouTube or live on Facebook, but no one's really going live on Instagram. So, Hello, my name is Micah Foster and you are watching or listening to From the Garofis, a video podcast that I do from my garage office. In this episode, episode eight, I speak to a young Aaron, who is uh, planting a digital first church. What that means digital first is that they have no plans of um, being in person uh, outside of their team that creates the content and, uh, and things of that sort. So it's a very interesting prospect, something that's growing. I'm going to have in a, in a couple of weeks, I'm having a conversation with uh, a gentleman who works with Stadia Church Planting Network, and they are starting a digital uh, church planting cohort. It's the only church planting network that I know of that is putting any energy behind that because they're seeing the opportunity, especially during COVID. So this church, uh, Aaron's church, is called The Shift, and you can find it on Instagram, The Shift Online. They have done some YouTube as well, but they're uh, primarily focusing on Instagram. So I hope you enjoy the conversation. Well, thank you, Pastor Aaron. Thanks for joining me on the From the Garofface uh, podcast with Micah Foster. This is Aaron, and he is the pastor of a digital first church plant, which is a sort of a new concept. I mean, I think those have been around for a while, but it's actually becoming something that people know about now. So yeah. really wanted to have a conversation with you about that because this podcast really does talk to pastors who are using digital means to reach people, especially since COVID-19 has moved many of us online and right. made it difficult for us to meet in person. And for some of us who are uh, sort of portable churches, it's made it almost impossible to meet yeah. at the hour we'd like in person. So uh, I would love to hear from you what are, uh, I guess, just tell me some context for your life. Where are you at? How did you get into this? Yeah, I um, actually grew up in Central Valley, California. So most time I like to say Fresno because that's where people will know there it from. <laughs> so I just say Fresno and that's the valley. Uh, but I moved to Washington State um, in 2013 where mm -hmm. I kind of find, finally found kind of my niche in media um, and wasn't really interested in that kind of path until about 2013 as far as um, media. And um, ever since then, I kind of just started grooming. I mean, we went from me and my wife started a vlog in like 2014 or whatever, gotcha. and that kind of developed into some more things. And, you know, we, about a year ago, we're like, I don't, I don't think this is the, I don't think we're using this, this gift or this thing that we've developed to the full extent that we should mm -hmm. being that our lives are ministry. And, um, that's, that's what we do. We, we'd love to minister. We love to worship. We love to just give and serve. Um, and we just felt like creating little funny videos on YouTube wasn't really using, using <laughs> that, utilizing that to the best of our abilities, you know? So, um, we kind of put together, obviously 
myself and, and my wife and a few other friends and family that wanted to team up with us and kind of help put the, put this together and really just kind of jump at it. And then, like you said, COVID hit and that's kind of accelerated mm-hmm. so much and um, helped us kind of figure out where we're going with it. But it's, uh, yeah, it's definitely a journey and it's, uh, it's a fun one. That's for sure. Yeah. So, uh, so first of all, where were you at in Washington? Um, Yakima Valley. All right. So you know where that's at? Yeah. I got some family in Washington. So been up through yes. there plenty of times. Super similar to my wife. When we moved here, she's like, this is literally the same place, just a different state. It's like the same land, everything. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, that's fair. It's not, not as cold here, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's awesome, man. Uh, so tell yeah. me, you mentioned, you know, you have like, you have a team or some people mm-hmm. with you. Right. So there, so I'm, I think I've seen some different people on some of your stuff, maybe leading worship. Mm-hmm. Um, so what does your physical team uh, consist of right now? Yeah, right now it's just uh, obviously my wife and I, mm-hmm. my brother's always expressed a lot of heart for um, obviously ministry and media is one of his things. Um, so he's part of the team, helps us with some video background and obviously worship. He's a part of worship. We have another friend that actually just joined us a few weeks ago, uh, kind of expressed interest in kind of diving into this, this, uh, this world with us digitally. And then, um, actually my, my father, um, he's been a pastor for over 20 years. So, uh, he actually just, uh, retired from pastoring himself being only, I think he's 48 right now. So he's, that's pretty young to retire, but he just felt like it was his time um, after 20 plus years to, you know what, let's just give some time to our granddaughter. And wow. um, he's kind of my back and my support to make sure I'm staying down the right roads cool. and, you know, keeping me in check. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. So uh, tell me, um, so you guys started officially when? Yeah, we launched officially in May. Beginning of May mm-hmm. was our first videos that we dropped um, our mission video and some just some worship um, that first day as like the official announcement to the shift. Um, I think it was like a 45 second video of just what we're going to do, what we're going to be about. Um, but yeah, it's been a, been a couple months now. It seems like it goes by so fast. So what is the mission of the shift? Yep, it's just to... Um, kind of make it impossible for people to not know Jesus. Um, we like to say it's not just a moment, it's a movement. You know, a lot of the time we get caught up in emotions and just specific moments in, if you want to call it church or an encounter, whatever you want to say, experience a service, but we want to create a movement. And we haven't even seen what that movement's going to look like yet. We're just kind of getting it, the ball rolling, but we just want to create something that's that changes some things. It makes you think about certain situations and we don't want to just make a video because we sound good or it looks good. We want to make something that helps you and challenges you to think a little bit differently than maybe you did before. Um, but yeah, so the unknown becomes our natural habitat. We like to say that too. See, it's so comfortable in the unknown so that it becomes natural to us. So what are your, your, uh, primary platforms that you guys are doing this on? Yeah. So right now we, um, we were doing Instagram and YouTube. We're, we like to say we're both in digital marketing, me and my brother. That's what we do as careers. Okay. So we know the first six months, two years is going to be a lot of figuring it out and it's a lot of what works, what doesn't. So right now we're kind of in that phase of, do we lean into YouTube? Do we lean into Instagram? Do Mm -hmm. we focus exclusively on one or another? 
And um, I think right right now we actually just made the decision a few weeks ago that we were going to focus exclusively on Instagram um, and make content specifically okay. for Instagram. Uh, just being the fact that I, I, we see all there's churches everywhere doing online. No mm-hmm. one's doing anything specifically for Instagram. There are a few churches that are. Um, our, our buddies at InstaChurch, Alex and his wife are doing mm-hmm. obviously Instagram exclusively and a few other people, but we see uh, on Sunday, for example, churches post we're live on YouTube, we're live on Facebook, mm-hmm. but no one's really going live on Instagram. So um, we're, we're definitely leaning into Instagram and that's going to be the focus of where a lot of our content is, is uploaded. So we've actually experimented with some, uh, some stuff on Instagram live. Yeah. Uh, cause we were doing, when this thing hit, I was like, we had to make a quick shift to online mm-hmm. service. You know, it was like one, one week it, I was standing up front saying, Hey guys, uh, I know this thing is concerning, but really there's, there's nothing to be concerned about in our area. There's mm-hmm. no, the numbers are very, very low. Uh, right. so, so everything's okay. And then Tuesday, like everything hit the fan and I had to make yeah. a video. Hey, I know what I said on Sunday, but things changed. So yeah. we're going to be online and mm-hmm. I had to kind of go, you know, and shift right over. So, uh, so we started doing right away. I, I went into, um, uh, restream.io and I set it up to restream to a bunch of platforms at the same time, uh, experimenting with Twitch as well as, uh, uh, you know, like three other, Oh, so I think I was on, I was on Twitch. We were on Twitch, Twitter, because Twitter still has a live video. Periscope, thing, yeah. People don't realize it's still there because um, yeah. it's just kind of integrated now. Um, right. And then Facebook and YouTube. And then uh, because of the way I had to do it, I couldn't do Instagram at the same time. And so I had to do Instagram after that. So I would do it like a second service almost on a different platform. And yeah. what I found was for us, uh, the retention rate on Instagram was a lot lower. And so I stopped doing the whole service on there. I still don't, yeah. I, I want to use it, but I'm not going to put the whole thing on there. So yeah. t- tell me, um, and, and Alex, you mentioned he's going right. He's always changing things all the time, all yeah. the time. But right now he's got YouTube, uh, Instagram and TikTok live going at the same time. So that's like his three, but I think they're all on different devices just facing him. So that's what, that's his deal. And he's like, mm-hmm. he's filming in a garage port at their apartment or complex or what condo. I don't even know what kind of housing they have, but he's got like a garage port that he's painted all black. He used to put names on there, like TikTok names. He painted it. Yeah. Anyway, I just watched a part of it on Sunday. He had a thousand people watching just on Instagram live. Mm-hmm thousand people watching on Instagram live. Then you add in the TikTok and the YouTube and then he's got a podcast uh, that he'll repost it too. And it's like, man, that's a lot of people they're reaching and you can see the trolls in the comments, but they don't even, they don't even like, (laughs) they don't even acknowledge it. Just the people in the comments are taking care of that. And anyway, it's pretty incredible. The opportunity is amazing. I heard a stat, The other day said 62% of people uh, do not want to attend a physical church. 62% of people, not just Christians, just people. But 80% are open to a conversation with a friend if, uh, if their faith is serious, if, they're, you know, if it means something to them. Right. And so that's a pretty big deal. 
when you think about trying to reach people and reach people where they're at. Now, mm-hmm. so tell me a little bit about right now in your experimental infancy, right? Right. You're still, you're still figuring it out. I think we all are. Yep. You're going to change a bunch, but right now, 2020 in the end of July, um, what are you doing right now? What's your release schedule? How are you, you know, right. All no, that kind yeah. Of stuff. We, um, we, we wanted to keep something that we could, that we knew we could sustain that we mm. could keep consistent with. Um, so we're, we're attempting to do two videos a week and we've been really good at that since we started. Um, we wanted to break up worship and our conversation we call it a conversation, a sermon, a preaching, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. Um, we break those two videos up because we've heard comments and we've done some surveys of some people don't aren't into music and that's the one thing of church they don't like and, mm-hmm. but they want to hear the conversation and sometimes even vice versa, believe it or not. So we got to try to mold those things together, but uh, we, we release worship on Fridays and then Sundays um, we release our conversation or okay. our, uh, our, our sermon. Um, but one of the things, the reason why we decided that is we have, we thought about it in, when you're watching a TV show, mm-hmm. right? They have professional people, professionals designed to create something to keep your attention for an hour. I'm not a professional. None of the pastors that I really know are professional in production, in media, in entertainment. How do we expect to keep someone's attention for an hour to an hour and a half mm-hmm. when full TV shows are still trying to figure out how to do that? Sure. You know what I mean? So that's, that's kind of where we got, like, why can't we condense and cut the fat from something, do it in 15 minutes, make sure they understand some Bible that they maybe have never gotten before mm-hmm. and make it in a way that makes sense with keeping the same message behind it. So that, that's kind of our thought process behind it. But uh, yeah, right now it's, we're just trying to find something we can consistently post, right. consistently do, even when things go back to a little bit of normal or whatever that's going to look like. And some of us go back to work, like I'm going back to work Monday. It's all about, can we keep it consistent throughout the entire change and throughout life? You know, that's just, we don't do this full time. We still have bills to pay like everybody else. So it's, it's just, as I'm sure you understand that as a pastor, um, something you can sustain while still paying the bills on the other side of, (laughs) of life, I guess. Sure. Sure. And so you mentioned, uh, First of all, how long are your conversations? Are those 15 minutes too? So we try to keep it anywhere from 10 to 20. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, if, if there's a thought there that it needs more than 10, 15 minutes, go ahead. I mean, we get it. Um, everyone, you need to get that point across, whatever point that is, whether it's me speaking, my wife speaking, or another friend we have that joins us on a particular week. Um, but yeah, we try to keep it under 20 minutes if we can, just so that, we try to keep as much engagement as we can at the same time. Okay. Yeah. So we've got something, uh, well, it's all together for us, right? We've got Mm -hmm. like, we start with like a little countdown. There's a host, different host every week. I've got like eight different people that I send someone to go video them. They give me the clips. I put it in. Um, but I write the script for them. Um, and then they kick it over to me and then I'll set up what's going on and then I'll kick it over to a couple songs that are pre-recorded that we've done. We do like batch recordings of worship. So we'll do like eight to 10 songs. And then I'll take two of them and, and uh, and that feel right for what we're doing that day and put them in. 
And then what I like about that too, is it allows us to release those songs individually as well, like post. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> and then from there, we'll go into message messages, like 15 minutes max. Uh, when I'm preaching live, it's like 40, 45. Right. Um, but like you said, like 40, 45 minutes preaching as if people are in the room, it doesn't translate to me unless you're like one of the top guys in the world. Those guys can do it. But me, like I'm not that guy. So I cut so much out. I basically preach an outline, not a fleshed out message. Like Mm -hmm. it's not, I don't have all that extra stuff to kind of get me from point to point. It is pretty boom, 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 boom. Um, And so it's an outline that I'm preaching. And uh, so it's 15 minutes, 12, 15 minutes. And then, uh, and then the host comes back on at the end. I'll pray. I'll do a prayer and ask people to um, have some sort of response. Maybe it's just, maybe it's salvation. Maybe it's something else. Pray this prayer with me. Um, and I'll lead them through a prayer. And then our host will come back. And we just added in questions after the prayer, like some yeah. like 20 seconds on the screen. Hey, here's some discussion, discussion questions. Mm-hmm. Then the host will come back. And then we'll post uh, in a private Facebook group. And on Instagram, we'll post a short video from that host right after the service saying, hey, so glad, you know, it would be like, hey, my name is Micah. I had the pleasure of being the host today. So glad you could hang out with us. I got one question. What's your big takeaway from today? Here's some questions to help you digest what we're talking about because application makes all the difference. God bless you. See you around, you know, that sort of thing. And so it's a real quick deal, but it's a further engagement trying to get them into a, another step of engagement with the content because you know as as james writes uh you know just knowing stuff doesn't matter it's applying stuff to your life so we're trying to help people move to that next stage of not just hearing it but applying it to their life so those are some of the things that we've done and so our service is actually together we do a simulated live service on facebook on sundays at 10 30 and the reason 1030 is because we that's when our live services used to be, our in-person services used to be. Yeah. Um, but I think what we're going to do, because there's a certain demographic of people who, who are, for us, who are missing it because it feels too late to them. Uh, it feel, this, the service feels too late in the day. So what we're going to do is we're going to continue going live on Facebook, but we're going to have the... Uh, we're going to have it premiere on YouTube at like 8 a.m. So people can go watch it early if they want, but if they want to engage with people in the chat, which is really what the Facebook crowd does is talking yeah. in the chat through the whole thing. Um, then, then they come to the 1030 thing. So that's a little bit about yeah. what, what, how, what we're doing right now. So yeah. I'd love to know what is your plan for, Cause I think a big part of a big part of trying to do digital church is, uh, is not just a one way conversation. It's not just a presentation or a performance. Um, it's, it's a, it's a relationship you have with the person on the other side of the screen. So what are you guys doing to foster that connection, that community? Yeah. Community is our, our next phase. If, if that's, if I can call it that it's trying to figure out what's the best practice because everyone's doing zoom. everyone's doing all the, and I think that's great. And I think you can continue the conversation of what was talked about on Sunday in those, 
in, in, in those groups, it's just finding the people to lead them, I think is where we get, we're getting kind of not caught up because we haven't really attempted to roll it out yet. We're just trying to stay consistent and kind of lay the foundation of what we want to do. Um, but what we have kind of dreamed of is having those groups in different parts of obviously the country and having those groups, if they're in the same kind of general area, do life together if they can. If that's a possibility, let's say I have friends in Washington that want to team up with us. They start the group there. They watch the videos together or watch them online, then come and meet once a month together and do something in the community. And that's kind of what our dream is, is to have like these little bubbles, I guess, for lack of a better word, everywhere, um, all over the place while they're meeting online, maybe once or twice during the week in a Zoom group or in a FaceTime chat, whatever it is still have an opportunity for them to come together if they're in the local area maybe they have to drive a little bit 30 minutes in some region of the country to where they can create that community that that's the dream um obviously it's going to be a lot of weight on our shoulder and we're still trying to figure it out of what's the best method to do it but community is going to be one of the biggest things that digital churches are going to struggle with um how do we connect how do we get them connected instead of just taking in but having a relationship. And I think a lot of churches are going to struggle with that. Even the best churches, I'm sure, have some sort of trouble with that. I'm sure the elevations and the transformations and the hill songs all have some sort of strategy to doing it. I don't know if they have it all figured out either. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, I think that's going to be the struggle for, for everybody that decides to do digital. The digital space is how do we create community and make it a gent? a genuine, authentic community where people do life. And I think we've seen that a little bit already. Even our DMs is, I never would have dreamed mm. what our, honestly, the DMs look like. Like they're sliding into the DMs. Like that's the thing. They want relationship. They need help. They yep. want help. They're reaching out for help. And I think it's just our job to, if you're going to start this thing, make sure you're answering those messages. Mm -hmm. That's such a big thing because they, they're reaching out. They want somebody. They want something. They don't know necessarily what they're searching for, but they're searching for something. And are we going to be the people? Are we going to be the church? Um, I mean, all of us, not just the shift. I mean, Pastor Michael, yourself, are we going to be the church to answer that call and to answer what they're searching for or help at least point in the direction of there's a man I can point you to, right. you know? So, I mean, as far as community, we're still trying to figure that out. We have some ideas of what we want to do. Nothing is obviously set in stone. Um, but for us, so early on in our foundational kind of setting time, we're, we're just trying to be consistent before we roll out and bite off too much before, that we can't chew, you know? Right. A couple of things. First thing, you know, this past, I've been, we've been running as a church, we've been running um, some Facebook ads, just vertically shot, a quick, like, have you ever thought about, or here's a verse that I think may bless you. We're going to be talking about this on Sunday. Love for you to come join us online. Uh, and, uh, and so those are really interesting. The engagement you get from those, but last, so we have a couple of zoom groups going. We have a Tuesday night and a Thursday night zoom group. I, my wife and I lead the Thursday night zoom group and there's about 12 of us, uh, 11, 12 of us in the group. And, uh, we got a message about 20 minutes before, on Thursday, someone from, uh, oh, I think it was Lamore, um, who was like, hey, do you guys have Bible studies? And I was like, 
listen, I got a group that meets on Zoom in 20 minutes. You want to check it out? And they were like, sure. So just sent them over the link, praying to God they were a real person and not some crazy person that was going to come in and like, you know, do something really inappropriate on camera or something. Like we've right. heard the horror stories. And I had my yeah. little finger on the, on the like, you know, cancel button, cancel button <laughs> as their name was popping up. I'm like, ah, don't you dare. And then, you know, yeah. it turns out to be a real person. Um, and they hung out with us for an hour and had good conversation. And now she's in on our, we have a group text going for that group. And so she's in on, she just texted a few minutes ago, asking a question to the group. And um, so I just think, first of all, that person is someone we would have never reached before. Right. Um, and they are, they, they, something about what we, how we presented ourselves online made them feel comfortable enough to try to engage with us. And they had a good time and they felt like there was something real there, something authentic. They said, you know, you guys seem like very genuine people. I'd like to come back. And so I was like, Hey, that's awesome. Anytime, man. anytime. So I feel like there's a lot of people out there who, who could be that person. Mm -hmm. Speaking of kids, since my daughter just came in and interrupted us, do you have kids? I have. Yeah. We have a six month old daughter. Wow. Um, so a very, yeah, that's another thing we're trying to stay consistent with is doing all this is, making sure I'm balancing things, you know? Um, so that's another thing with content creation, just being super genuine and honest. There is, that's got to balance it, man. It's, it gets tough. Now I, so this is a, a big question for anyone who's trying to do digital ministry. Yep. Kids, not only for like the schedule of trying to put stuff out, but, mm -hmm. but how are you, uh, serving or trying to help, uh, disciple kids you know i i honestly don't we don't have we don't feel like we have the resources to do it just yet which is why we're even scaling back to focusing on instagram solely because it's just me doing a lot of the creation so mm -hmm. like i don't want to i don't want to stretch myself that thin and i don't want to be up you know taking all this time when i can be spending time with my family and my wife and my daughter or ever feel like i'm taking time away from them um so that that's another major reason why we're focusing solely on Instagram, just because I do want to have that balance. And I feel like that's healthy. Um, I got to take care of my household before I can try to ever help somebody else's if, if that makes sense, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's all about balance, but as far as like a kid's ministry, I'm guessing is what you're, you're asking more so about, right? Just, uh, you know, what do you, do you have a, a plan or a thought to, uh, you know, minister to that population or help people um as far as i'm when i'm thinking kids i'm thinking like they're one two three years old and you know what i mean but uh i don't have anything specifically for that i know our our even our demographic right now is like 14 to i think it goes to about 22 23 um they're still kids too i feel mm -hmm. like i'm still a kid sometimes but um yeah yeah i mean if if that's what we're talking about too, it, it's just for us making it as simple as we can and helping them understand the things that sometimes is overcomplicated. 
And we, we just try to always know that they're searching for something too. There, there's a reason why there's, there's a screen time setting now to show what you're spending all your time on. Mm-hmm. So we're just trying to bring light into their world and bring the church to the world to where they're at on their screens and just doing our best to make that connection. Very cool. Yeah. We, uh, we're uh, a lot of our demographic is families with young kids, Mm -hmm. you know, like sixth grade and younger. Mm -hmm. Uh, we've got three in that, in that elementary age bracket. And so that's been a big concern for us is how, how are we in this time serving those families, helping those kids grow. And the thing we keep coming back to is the fact that the parents are the primary, uh, they have the primary responsibility of raising their kids um, spiritually. So it's not, it's not the, the church's responsibility, but we want to resource and help the parents yeah. in that. So right now, like what we're doing, we're utilizing um, videos that, uh, that an organization, um, Orange, do you know the Orange uh, Rethink group? Those guys, Mm-mm. they're like the, the foremost um, leader in the world of children's ministry yeah. resources and curriculum and that sort of thing. But they put out a weekly like story worship. It's like 10 to That's 20 awesome. minutes and they put it yeah. on YouTube. And so anybody can go watch it and they have it broken down in different age brackets. And so our kids, we watched the, the oldest, it's like it's geared towards like fourth and fifth graders. Right. Uh, we watch that together at some point on Sunday. And then we, there's a question at the end that we talk about. And so, and I'm trying to find ways to continually have spiritual conversations with my kids. Like yesterday I had this, like, I was at, uh, I was at the lunch table with them. My wife was working at, we both work from home. So we're constantly, uh, you know, juggling who's watching the yeah. kids, who's in charge of the kids, who's trying to right. work and be in charge. Like it's just a complicated schedule. And so yesterday is it was my day to be with them for like half the day and I was in charge. So um, lunchtime came and we we're all sitting around the table. I'm like, well, here's an opportunity for lunch. Here's my Bible right here. Uh, okay. So I open up to Acts. I'm like, I want to read you guys something. So I read the first two chapters of Acts to them and then we talk about it. And I'm like, yeah. we could do this a couple of times a week probably and have amazing conversations. It's, it's, it's simpler than it, that we make it to be, I think. Yeah. And just having that, let me just read you this story and then let's talk about that. And I can see the wheels turning in their heads and they're like, oh, oh you know. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm I just trying to encourage more and more families and parents to take the reins and not wait for COVID Culture to be lifted or, or someone else <laughs> to do it for them. Like take the yeah. reins and go yeah. do it yourself yeah. uh, because they're getting older every single day. So. Yeah. I mean, I love what you said about, um, like for me, you asked me if we have a kids kind of, how are you, how are you helping kids? And I I don't know if we'll ever have something like that. I just, I don't know if that'll ever be our target, at least Mm -hmm. right now. Um, but I, I think the church needs to do a better job and even digitally, like this is what I want to kind of put together some sort of collective of, if this isn't your cup of tea, let me help you find someone who is pastor. Mike is great at this, 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 they do this, they have groups already. If that's what you need go hang out with them. Like if this isn't what you, if you need more than what we give you, you know? Um, and I just, I don't know, we want to set up some sort of collective where 
we have something for everybody. And mm-hmm. if it's in the digital space, like I want to team up with Alex. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you know Jacob. Uh, his last name is Coin uh, or Cone or something like that. He's like a big TikTok. Um, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he does uh, Stay Here, Stay Here Live. Um, but a few other creators that are on that have kind of expressed interest in the same thing and just, why can't we do this together? Why has it got to be one name or the other? And you know what I mean? It's just making sure that we can, we can help whoever ever comes to talk to us if, if we don't have the answers for them as far as like kids ministry, just for one example. I can point them to somebody else or, you know, I think we just want to just do this thing together. And I think sometimes we get a little caught up in that's, but you need to stay in our circle and our, your, our viewer, whatever, however you want to say that, you know? Well, yeah, I I think this is a fascinating time because, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and there's a lot of pushback on, on digital first ministry. Yeah. And there's a lot of people who would who would say, you know, you're abandoning the church or you're abandoning or, or you know, they use the the verses that are like do not uh give up meeting together or, or you know and and I just think those are those are the wrong focuses for what you're trying to do. That's you know, there's always going to be something to being in person with someone, right? There's always going to be something great about that, yeah. something special about that, something unique about that. But sometimes you're not able to. Sometimes they're not able to. And so uh, why would we just say, well, you can't, you can't be with us, so forget you. That doesn't yeah. make any sense. None. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense at all. Zero it's like, sense. Forget about you. You're in another city. Sorry. Good luck. You we, know? we only got an 11 o'clock slot. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I I mean, you're right. There's something so honestly just special about being in person and experiencing mm-hmm. a move like that in person is different than you can ever get from a screen that you can ever get mm-hmm. from the best headphones. I mean, there's something special about that, no doubt. But I think there's something about still doing life with people online there's 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 something that that's there's something there that people i would never talk to will send me paragraphs they'll never talk to me in person but will send right. me paragraphs online mm-hmm. that's that i would absolutely never true. get in person you know and like a part of the collective even like we want to have a conference like what if we did something once a year and all of these digital space people try to collectively meet and if we can still do something for online because that's where our base is. But those that want to come and be a part of an in physical location, there's no details or anything worked out. This is just a dream I have. Um, then we, we can do that. You know, there's so many possibilities of making all of that happen. It's just, we're coming at it at a way different angle. And yeah, we've, we've had those messages too. Who's your covering? Who's this? What about meeting in person? And we've had all those questions mm-hmm. too. So I get it. Well, yeah, I, I, there's just so much opportunity. I, mm-hmm. I love what you said about, you know, you have your dad yeah, who helps. And that feels like a covering, you know, that feels like a, a mentorship, somebody who mm-hmm. can help you stay the course, as you said it. Now, right. uh, man, I was going to ask you something. There was something, something in there sparked something, you know what I mean? And then I, <laughs> and then I forgot it. That's all right. <laughs> 
Well, uh, I want to thank you, Aaron, for spending some time with me and being willing to have this conversation with a total stranger, but at least we're uh, close in proximity. I had no idea you were in the Central Valley. We'll do this Um, in person next time. Which I I think speaks to what you guys are doing a little bit because you don't want to be, you don't necessarily want to be area specific when you're trying to do this. Mm. Um, So thank you so much for spending some time with us. Now, let us know. Where can, if someone wanted to reach out to you, if someone wanted to see your service, if somebody wanted to support you in some way, how could they find you? Yeah, we're just uh, on Instagram at the shift online. Um, just spelled as it sounds, the shift online. Um, all of our contents there, send us a DM. We're really good about responding. So anytime you guys need to reach out. Awesome. Thank you so much, Aaron. Yeah. God bless you. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks, Pastor. Well, I hope you found that conversation fascinating. I hope that uh, if you're in ministry, it inspires you to think outside the box of an hour on Sunday and perhaps engage people uh, through other means. And maybe you're not called to do that sort of ministry, but I want you to think about the possibilities that lie therein. God bless you, and I'll see you in the next one.